Hello and welcome to this new edition of the 5 Minute Fairy Podcast that we're going to call Driving Test Tips. So if you're ready and you're belted up, we'll make a start. So welcome to episode one of Driving Test Tips. And if you've been listening to the 5 Minute Fairy Podcast, this will have automatically appeared in your feed. If you just found it anecdotally, then go check out the 5 Minute Fairy Podcast in this feed as well. What we're doing with the Driving Test Tips podcast here is we're looking to provide tips, obviously, around the driving test and around driving. While I've been doing the 5 Minute Fairy, I've had a lot of contact from my, my learners and from other learners and even from other road users that have got in touch and asked if I could just do something similar around actual driving. So that's what we're doing today. And this is episode one. And every week, every Thursday, this is going to be dropping. And it's it's not limited to sort of the five or ten minute scope that the five minute theory is. But it will be something along those lines. I'm not intending to do monster episodes. Still keep it short. Still keep it relatively bite-sized chunks. But focused more on driving. So what's the first topic we're going to cover here? I hear you all ask. Well, we're going to look at roundabouts and in particular signalling on roundabouts. Now, one of the problems that we have with this podcast format is it's not visual at the moment. Further down the line, we may incorporate that and make it visual. So for now, you'll just have to pin a picture in your head. However, this is something that's been asked a lot, and it's been asked by a couple of my students in particular, if I could cover this. So it seems a good one to start. So indicating at roundabouts. First of all, let's think about going towards a roundabout. And let's just use a standard roundabout. So we've got a, a left, a head, and right. So exit one would be left, exit two would be ahead, and exit three would be to the right. If we're approaching that roundabout and we're taking exit one, which is to the left, we need to let people know we're taking that first exit. So the easiest way to do that is to signal left to tell people we're intending to take the first exit that we come to. So by signaling left, we're telling people we're taking the first exit, which is to the the left. If we were going to the right, so again, in this case, that would be exit three. Approaching that roundabout, again, we can let people know that we're going around the roundabout. We're going to be taking the exit to the right of the roundabout. So therefore, approaching the roundabout, we could signal right. Now, that's much like what you would do if you were approaching a crossroads or a T-junction and turning left or right. It's a very similar principle in this situation. However, where it becomes slightly different is if you were going ahead. So let's imagine you're going ahead at this roundabout and taking exit two. You won't want to signal left on approach because that would be telling people that you're taking the first exit. You wouldn't want to signal right because that's telling people going around the roundabout. So you wouldn't signal on approach because you're not taking the first exit. However, we do want to signal to tell people when we're coming off of the roundabout. So when we get to that first exit, that's when we should start signaling left to let people know we're taking the next exit. So we want to signal left for the exit we're taking. So to repeat that again, if we're going left, the first exit, you would signal left on approach because you're taking the first exit. 
if you go in the second exit, again in this case that's ahead, you will signal left as you're passing the first exit to tell people you're taking the next one. When you're going right, you will signal right on approach, but you would only signal left when you'd passed the penultimate exit. So in this case, you would signal left as you're passing the second exit to let people know you're taking the third exit. So it doesn't matter how many exits there are on that roundabout. There's 17 exits and you're taking exit 17, you would only signal left as you're passing exit 16. So as you pass the exit before the one you want, that's when you're going to signal left. Okay, so now we know how to signal approaching and on a simple, basic, standard roundabout. However, not all roundabouts are simple, basic, and or standard. So it can get a little bit trickier. But if we take a step back and just apply a little bit of logic, then the principle is still the same. So let's take a quick look at a couple of examples. So let's have a look at a mini roundabout. Obviously, a mini roundabout is painted on. There's a lot less room, it's a lot smaller, and it's a lot harder to see on approach. So approaching, if you're going left or right a mini roundabout, the same principle would apply. You would signal left to go left, you would signal right to go right to let people know which way you're going on approach. The tricky bit comes in is signaling to come off a mini roundabout. You think about a normal size roundabout, you've got plenty of time to check to your left to make sure it's safe to put your signal on and then get to your exit. On a mini roundabout, that same time frame doesn't apply. You're literally on and off it in a matter of a couple of seconds. So the signal isn't really necessary because by the time you've signaled, you've already come off. So if you imagine taking the second exit and going ahead, you're not going to signal left until you're passing that first exit. So by the time you've signaled, no one's going to have seen that signal. So a signal on a mini roundabout isn't necessary when you're on it. However, approaching it, the signal is, is clearly going to be beneficial to let people know where your intention is. So if you're, if you're coming towards a mini roundabout and see someone coming towards you with no signal on, the assumption would be they're coming straight ahead. However, as we know, you don't always want to rely too much on assumption just in case I do something different. But that would be the, the premise of not signaling so that people are going ahead at a mini roundabout. Okay, so let's take a look now at the signaling at some of the, the normal full-size roundabouts. So previously we were talking about um, a left exit, an exit ahead and an exit right, so you three exits. Let's imagine there is no exit to the left. So there's only two exits on the roundabouts. Exit one would be ahead and exit two would be to the right. There's no left exit. If you're going ahead, would you signal left or would you not signal until you're on the roundabout? Now, it is an interesting one. My take on this is the signal isn't necessary. You're not going left. Yes, you are taking the first exit, but that's not a left turn you're going ahead. So for me, you would approach the roundabout without a signal on, make sure you're in the correct lane, keeping it positioned to the left, and signal where the left or the first exit would be. Signal left then to let people know you're taking that next exit. However, 
if you were signaling left on approach, it would still be fairly clear where you're going. You're telling people you're taking the first exit because there is no left exit. So you can see there, there's a slight gray area in that one. And we can look at a different example. So imagine again, you've got a standard roundabout, you've, you've got a left lane and a lane ahead. But this time, there's two lanes to the right, as opposed to previously we mentioned one. Again, the principle is still the same. You are gonna signal right on approach. You're turning right at the roundabout. You're letting people know you're going around the roundabout. So as you go around the roundabout, you're gonna signal left after the exit you want. So in this one that we mentioned about having four exits, two of which are to the, uh, yeah, two of which are to the right. Well, by the time we pass in the third exit, that's when you indicate for the fourth. So again, no matter where those are, you're still gonna signal before the exit you want in between the two exits. The last example we're gonna look at here is probably the greyest area of them all. So let's imagine the lane going ahead at a roundabout. So if you imagine a clock face, uh, we're coming from six, the lane going ahead is generally gonna be at 12. But what happens when that lane going ahead is more to the right, so it was maybe like one o'clock or two o'clock, something like that. Technically, it's not like a straight line ahead anymore. It's a little bit to the right, but is it a right turn or is it still ahead? And that's where we need to consider a signal. Now, again, I'm not gonna give you a matter of fact answer for this because it will vary slightly from roundabout to roundabout. And this is where good judgment comes in. If that lane ahead is just a little bit to the right, then to me, that's going ahead. It's not a right turn. You're not significantly going around the roundabout, you're going ahead. So you wouldn't signal right. You'd not have an indicator on, and then you'd signal left to come off. And as long as you're in the correct lane there, you're doing the correct thing. There's no problem. It's when that lane comes right round to become a right turn. That's where you want to be signaling right. But as I mentioned, a lot of these uh, signalings on roundabouts, where the roundabouts are different, a lot of it is judgment. But a large part of it can be accomplished by making sure you're in the right lane. Sorry, I shouldn't say the right lane. The correct lane on approach to the roundabout and then the correct lane on the roundabout. So that's how we signal going towards roundabouts, and it's how we signal coming off of roundabouts. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and you found it useful, this new podcast, The Driving Test Tips. We hope that going forward, we can continue to help you with this. And if you've got any suggestions of things you'd like us to cover, you can contact us at uh, email, learn at tcdrive.co.uk. The website is tcdrive.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter at tcdrive1, uh, Instagram, Facebook, basically wherever you find social media, you can find us. And if you're feeling kind, feel free to go and leave us a nice little five-star review and maybe even some words of praise. As always, if you've got any questions, concerns, issues, worries, troubles or problems, feel free to get in touch. And remember, stay safe and drive safer. Mm -hmm.